welcome to our VA Life podcast. I'm thrilled to be here today with the one and only fabulous Alison Christie of Tick the List. And Alison is one of my wonderful mastermind members and longtime friends in the VA industry. So we're here to talk today about all things VA Life and specifically about how to make time for your own business. So welcome, Alison. Tell us a little bit about you. Hey, Charlotte. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Um, so I um, yeah I've been in business now for just about five years, um, and do more social media and Facebook ads and things now, but very much still in the VA world. Um, and I am based in Shetland, so we're both at opposite ends of the UK today. Mm. Yeah, I always like to think. Well, actually, always when I think of you, I think about your um, comment that you're closer to Father Christmas than me. Yeah, <laughs> always. <laughs> I'm first on his list. You're first on his <laughs> list, absolutely, absolutely. And um, yeah, why did you start your business, Alison? What was it that kind of brought you to, to the VA world, if you like? So for me, before I was working in local government in a manager's job um, and had always had that vibe for organising and that's kind of where Tick the List came from. Mm. Um, but when it came to third child being born, and being on maternity leave and thinking about going back and even though you're in Shetland and that kind of gives the image of being quiet and serene, you've still got a commute, you've still got traffic, you've still got um, too many things to juggle sometimes. So it just came down to, yeah, I wanted to be home more, but still wanted to do something. Um, And Tick the List also kind of came from, I always really wanted to do my own business. but it was just kind of a, if I didn't do it then, I would go back to my job and then that would be it. I would never do it any other time. Mm, yes, I hear you. There's so that, it was that a yeah. little push at that point that goes, yeah. Exactly. Now, now or never. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. And you said that you've been going for a number of years now. What? Who are the kind of clients that you tend to, to work with? Is it kind of more local businesses or where are your clients and how are you finding them? I have um I have a, probably have about a third to a local clients and the rest are UK based. Worked with clients abroad and things in the past too. So I always tend to find that that where I'm based doesn't really come into it. I think mm-hmm. where I'm based is probably something that a business owner would maybe worry about more. You know, or as a VA would worry about more than a client that I'd be working with. They just mm-hmm. want you to do, you know, to be good at what you do and be the right person for them. Um, they don't need you to be next door. No, no, it doesn't really matter where in the world you are as long as you can get the job done for them in the right yeah. time. Yeah, and I suppose the opposite of that is true if it comes to if you live in a place where there's lots of VAs, you might think, oh, there's too many people here doing that. Then the same rule applies. You don't have to be working with people in your local area. You can be working with people anywhere as long as you're the... Yeah, the right client and um, got the right skills to do the work for them. Mm, that's a really interesting point. I think certainly when um, some of the VAs that I've spoken to, especially when they're starting out and they perhaps don't don't grasp the whole sort of globality of it, um, think that clients need to be in that sort of local area. And that it, the, the fact is that they might be, and in your case, obviously, there are some that are, but yeah. your market really is... Um, is as wide as you care to go um or as your insurance and your contracts allow <laughs> that's true 
but um yeah your market could be could be anywhere in the world so it doesn't matter if you live just down the road from another va you you're likely to be targeting completely different people yeah and the same i guess probably comes into pricing and things like that too because i know i've seen in the past maybe not so much now but i've seen in the past um comments and groups and things about how i couldn't charge that in my area people wouldn't pay that in my area um somebody else in my area is doing this work for 10 pounds an hour that kind of thing the same rules apply if you've got the skills and the experience and the um yeah the ability then you should always be charging your worth too mm, yeah i can i completely agree and um i think <clears throat> there's a, there's certain sort of industries that that perhaps could apply to but i think yeah. if, as long as you're sort of targeting people that you know that you're passionate about supporting but also that you know are going to be able to afford the investment of working with a VA then absolutely um, your business owners in your own right anyway so you need to be kind of charging charging worth and all that yeah. flying the flag yeah absolutely it's probably part of that mindset shift too though isn't it when you first start out you you're still in that employee mindset too so definitely definitely now, many home-based businesses can kind of feel isolated. I know that certainly in the beginning of my business, I felt the real pain of leaving sort of a busy, noisy, um, loud, banter-filled team and suddenly then working from home felt very mm-hmm. isolating. And I'm sure from you, for you in Shetland, it can also feel even more isolating. Um, so, I mean, do you have, what do you do to combat that isolation? Do you know what? I don't really know if I do feel that. Mm. I've never really... Yeah, there's times when you think it'd be great to have someone to talk to, but because we've got well, uh, the members, the membership, the mastermind... Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it out in a minute. <laughs> yeah. The mastermind members club, then um, there's always someone there that you can bounce ideas off. There's always someone you can have a quick Zoom call with. Um and there's always there's always friends in different places that that kind of get it as business owners. I'd say probably I found it harder locally because there aren't many other people doing the same. Mm. So it's harder to physically meet up with someone to have a cuppa, but it's much easier to have a cuppa over screens somewhere mm. because there's other business owners who are struggling with the same things you are, are having the same challenges, and that makes it easier for them to get what it is that you're struggling with. Mm. Yes, community is key, right? So yeah. having somewhere that you can go and um, ask for advice or share advice or vent when you're having a bad day or gif off or whatever it is, <laughs> is kind of essential to sanity. Because um, it's not easy running a business, that's the fact. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, it's not for... Um, there's a conversation I was having with someone last week and saying it's not for you if you if you are already struggling in some ways. Um and that you think you'll struggle to cope, you've got to, you've got to have those kind of things in place to, to help you be resilient and look after yourself and everything else. Mm. Mm. So, what kind of other things do you have in place that keep you resilient? I have, um, I have a little routine I do when I leave my office for the day. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's just a really simple thing, but when I leave my office for the day, you know how you would have. Well, talking about commutes earlier. When you have a commute when you're driving home, that's almost yes. kind of like a bit of wind down time yes. um, just to go from work to home before you walk in the door and all home life hits you in the face. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in the offices in the middle of the house. 
Um, and usually if the kids are home and the husband's home, I'll have the door closed. But then when it comes to, right, that's me, I'm finished. Um, I will clear up my desk. I'll close up my notebook. I'll kind of write down some quick notes of anything I need to remember for the next day. Switch off my computer. Um, and I'll kind of just sit for a couple of minutes and just have a little think to see if there's anything else that bubbles up. Not necessarily doing anything on screen or writing anything, but just sit and breathe. Um, and then just, yeah, see if any other things, oh yeah, must remember to do this, or oh, get milk, or <laughs> whatever it else is. Just let those things bubble up for a minute. And then I always kind of make a big, a big fuss about putting the light off and closing the door, just to make sure that like, that's it, the light is off, I am leaving the building, the door is closed, the office is closed, the work is done for today. And that's just kind of little routine that's kind of feels a little bit silly, but it's just something that I really love to do to make it. Nope, we're done. We're doing no more today. We've done enough. <laughs> well, as you say, it's kind of that that creates the differentiation between work, Alison, and mum, wife, real life, Alison. Right? Yeah. And as you say, we used to get kind of a commute home and there would be that sort of um, limbo between work life and then, as you, as you beautifully put, like home life hitting you in the face. <laughs> but it's true when you've got, especially when you've got young kids, it's, I really struggle with that. I, yeah. It just inspired me to come up with my own kind of routine because otherwise it's you go from stressful work period to immediately, you know, child wanting some kind of snack and whichever one you get is incorrect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did you give me the blue cup? I don't like the blue cup. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, and when you get the one that they want, um, you know, then whatever you've put in it is wrong. Yes, always. So, yeah, it just creates that. It's just that couple of minutes of, well, I'm not driving half an hour home, but I am taking five minutes just to kind of feel okay with where I'm leaving everything work-wise and then feel okay about, right, here we go. <laughs> mum hat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mum hat on. Mum hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times ahead. Oh, dear. And I know that one of the things that um, we were talking about before we came on the podcast was kind of the importance of obviously doing a good job for your clients. That's, you know, how we get paid and that's how we build our reputation. Yeah, that's why we're here. In that sort of space. Of, exactly. <laughs> in that space of kind of making time to sort of nurture your own business. Yeah. So tell me a bit about kind of what you do to make time for your own business. So holding my hand up, um, completely honestly, this is the one, well, not probably not the one thing, there's probably more than one thing, but the one thing that I want to improve on, excuse that phone ringing in the background, such is life. <laughs> real, hashtag real life. <laughs> um, but the one thing that I, that if I was going back and starting again, I would make sure I'd done from the start <clears throat> would be to make more time for my business. Um, I think I kind of worked out these are the hours that I can work and I filled them mostly with client time and a little bit of, oh yeah, I'll catch up on my things in the evenings or weekends or whatever. But that's the one thing I go back and change and make really dedicated time for my business so that then you can create your own content and network a little or, you know, be writing blogs or doing your social media better than you do for, because <laughs> you spend a lot of my time doing it for other people. Yeah. But when it comes to doing your own, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it later. But, yeah, it doesn't, it just doesn't quite happen. It's it's the classic, isn't it? It's, Always, um, you know, yeah. Don't do as I do, do as I tell you. As in, with your clients, obviously, you're you're amazing at supporting them from on that social media side and getting all of their 
wonderful tech automated and Facebook ads and things, but then it is your own stuff that ends up suffering because yeah. part of the things it might be also because we get, you know, we do so much of it during the day that then when it comes to doing our own stuff, we're a bit like meh. Yeah, and also I think I feel sometimes I've run out of ideas mm. because oh, that's a really good idea. That would be great for this client. Or, oh, that's a good idea. That'd be good for them. So you kind of feel you've used up your creativity on other things that day. Mm. Um, Say so, okay, I'll do something. I'll do something fresh at the weekend, and then you know days days go by and you just don't do it regularly. Um, so that's yeah, the one thing. If I was going back, I would always start with I may have twenty hours in a week to work but I will work client time, 15 hours, something like that. I would always kind of split it. Mm. So it was always leaving that space, I think. Mm. Yeah, true. And I think this is sometimes where um, business owners can become overwhelmed, isn't it? Because they then feel like every hour they have available to work, they need to be um, using billable time. Billable, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of the other stuff, all the stuff it does take to sort of create and market and run an online business is falls into their sort of then personal time. So their evenings or their weekends and then that's how, kind of can quickly lead to overwhelm or starting to hate the guts out of your business. <laughs> yeah, that's when you start growing that monster instead of a business, isn't it? It just becomes, yeah, something else mm. that, that ends up taking a lot more time too because you're trying to fit it in bits and pieces of time instead of dedicated time because it always takes, well, for me, when it comes to my own business content, it probably always takes me a couple of hours to get into my own yeah. mindset. So you need a, a good morning or something like that maybe not a whole day, but I definitely need a whole morning or something just to be switched off from everything else mm. um, so that you can really focus on what you're doing, where you're going, what you want to say. Mm. I know that a few weeks back, well, you know, this as well as um, in the Mastermind, we had a focus day, <clears throat> which was, yeah. um, which I loved, but it was Same kind of here. that all day Zoom meeting where we came in and shared our goals, didn't we, for the day? And then we kept each other accountable. I think it was every couple of hours where we'd hop on and go, have you done this? Have you done that? Yeah. And lots of, not everybody used it this way, but lots of you guys did use it for um, business development as well. So working on that stuff that usually gets put aside or forgotten um and i think we're going to do those every sort of month or so going forward so even if it's just committing i suppose to once a month having that dedicated time for all of us to just focus on yeah well where is the business where's it going what do i need to do yeah giving it a bit of a bit of a cuddle yeah absolutely and i and i actually got so much done on that day for my own business um i was kind of working on my ground zero figures where I am and yes. what, where I'm going and the things that I spend money on and the things that I don't need to spend money on but I am and just kind of really looking at where you are and where you want to be um, and just really looking at um, what you need to do to be getting there and I got that's probably things that left in my own devices I'd still be thinking about at the end of this year and thinking oh yeah I'll do it fresh for 2020 and <laughs> it, would, it would never quite happen. Yeah. But yeah, just that one day. And I think it worked really well just checking in every couple of hours because it meant, yeah, you had a couple of hours of solid time. You could do it then, quick check-ins. Um, and then you're back again, back in the concentration of it again. Well, it's it's crazy, but, you know, still, there's nothing like the, the threat of an ass kicking after two hours to sort of make <laughs> you actually get on with what you've said you'll do. There's nothing like the threat of Charlotte telling you off, like, let's do it. <laughs> Why haven't you done it, Alison? An angry <laughs> gift coming your way. Yeah. Why not? What's happened? <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's right. And I think, you know, that's good that then sort of those situations you get 
you get stuff done that normally you wouldn't get done outside of that time because yeah as 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 business owners we we have to sort to a certain degree focus on the billable because that's what's paying paying the bills yeah absolutely <clears throat> and sometimes i will kind of go somewhere else go to a coffee shop or something like that but i don't know i quite, I quite like just to have that time at home sometimes too so then you can be having yeah quick chats in between um various bits of work too mm. I always think it's good to um, those those um, static whiteboards that you stick up on the walls. Yeah, that I should be getting shares in because I've promoted them too much to, <laughs> to everyone off of Amazon. Amazon. I have also ordered them. Uh, maybe I'll share the link. Maybe I'll share the link with this podcast. But, Absolutely. Um, but I think now I spend about once a month just like doing a brainstorm, putting stuff down about sort of the state of the business, target clients, um, ideas, you know, just a jumble of stuff, ideas about what I want to get done or training yeah. courses and things. So because I know obviously this year you've invested heavily in some training. So yeah, it's um, it's just planning all of that stuff out, isn't it? To, yeah, to it give, is. Give your Absolutely. business a, a move forward as well. Yeah, and I think if you're doing it regularly, then it saves you time as well. Because if you're only doing it, you know, every six months or something like that, then you're basically starting from scratch each time. So if you're doing it every month or so, then it's still fresh in your mind where you were last month and where you're going. Um, so yeah, it saves you time in the long run too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the other things that's kind of quite a hot topic at the moment in the in the industry is kind of collaboration and VAs working with other VAs, basically. Yeah. Just um, interested. So have you ever collaborated with another VA or done any work together or even subcontracted out to another VA? Yeah, loads, actually. I've used, yeah, I've used several um, associate VAs over time. Um, both within the members club and uh, another VA locally and um, others throughout the UK as well. And it's worked, it's worked really well. It's worked really well when I've had certain tasks that I know are quite, got a definite start and stop. Yes. Gosh, it's a busy phone line today, isn't it? <laughs> the life of a busy business owner, Alison. <laughs> oh dear. Um, probably somebody wanting to sell me double glazing or something anyway. <laughs> Sotsanora would say that. <laughs> Fine, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's worked really well and it's meant that, yeah, I can focus on different areas. I've managed to free up time for training and things um, too, as well as still getting client work done. And it's worked really well when you've had pieces of work that have got kind of definite parameters around them. So it's really clear. You can see, I need you to do X, Y and Z. Um, and then it's yeah, it's, it's clear for both of you as to what you're doing and what's expected, etc. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just putting together a webinar at the moment that's around kind of taking on associates um, and the benefits to the growth of your own business and yeah, just how it kind of removes that self-limiting factor of us and the limitations of our time and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely. I think the collaboration in that regards is is so important to what we do. Plus, you know, there's skill sets. Well, you and I have collaborated together in the skill sets that you have that I don't have. <laughs> and so, you know, it makes sense to bring somebody else into your business that um, can help give you that more time, but also that can fill that gap in, in that skill set. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and it's worked really well when it comes to, yeah, the, the kind of collaborations we've worked on. Um, and so I've done it in the past regularly for certain pieces of work each month. And then I've done it just on one-offs as well. And it certainly does mean you can you can grow your business in a different way and that if you're 
not going to be available at any point or if something comes up there's someone there that can step in um that knows enough to know what needs to be done too so there's that kind of backup element to it as well which i think is really it's really good for business owners to know that it's not just you yes yeah absolutely absolutely it should give them that security that yeah if you've kathy calls it her under the bus plan but yeah if something does happen to you their business is still going to have support yeah absolutely yeah so what's the best thing about running your business um what is the best thing (laughs) is there something no there's there's loads actually there's there's so many things it's kind of picking it what's the absolute best one um i think you can give me a few if you can't pick yeah i can't pick just one one of the things is i don't want to say work-life balance because well i always kind of think it's just a bit of a blended life sometimes Mm. um but I think just being able to pick and choose what you, you know, if the school event's on or something you want to go to, then you can. It's not a case of having to get time off or reorganise meetings or do any of those things. You can decide that, OK, I'm not working this morning, I'm working this afternoon and evening instead. Um, you've got much more flexibility over how you use your time and how you work. Um, and you've also got flexibility over the type of work that you're doing too. So you're not getting stuck doing one thing all the time or, you know, you can diversify, you can train and do different things. You can kind of go where your interests and your skills take you as well. Yes. That freedom to do that is amazing because you can't really do that in a job because somebody else does that bit and, you know, that's that's really freeing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yep. you, yeah, as you say, as an employee, you kind of have a defined role yeah. that you fulfil and there's somebody else that's in charge of the bit next door. But I think, yeah, certainly when you enter into a business as a, as a VA, um, you can, there's various areas you can always identify that yeah. you can yeah. help out with and no two clients are the same. Yeah, absolutely. You can kind of pivot in different directions and things too. Um, and I think um, there was other something else just popped into my head too. Uh, that's the other thing I was going to say. The, the pride that you have in what you do mm. is is different. Um, you always have a, you know you always want to do a good job when you're an employee as well. But I think when it's your own business and your name and your reputation, then it just means so much more mm. when you get nice feedback. It's it's really personal. Like higher um, highs and. yeah yeah totally it's never yeah because when things go wrong you feel it in the opposite way and you feel it kind of to to more extremes I suppose in some ways um when things go wrong as an employee it might be a a shared things went wrong between us kind of thing but when it's you it's you um but you know I think the I think the ability to change things as well is great when you're running your own business because you can kind of take a stand for things that you maybe couldn't do if you're going with the the corporate line or the um, needs of a employer's business and things like that. You can kind of decide what you stand for too, mm. which I think is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely right. And just for equality, so people that are listening to this podcast don't think, oh, everything's, you know, rosy 100% of the time. No. <laughs> what's, what's one of the most challenging things about, about running your own business? Um, time always, there's never enough, but we all have the same 24 hours. We can all choose what we do with them, etc. Um, yeah, there's always that balance of trying to fit in all the things, um, doing all that you, you want to do for your clients and doing everything you want to do at home. Um, 
and sometimes some things have to give. Mm. So yeah, usually for me that's exercise and going to the gym. But you know, we're working on improving every day. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely hear you. I think yeah. it's, it takes a lot of energy to run a business as well. Doesn't yeah, it? And I think yeah, it does. It's because it's it's like our baby. Although you've already got three of those, so yeah. <laughs> fourth baby for you, it's um, yeah, you've got pride in it, and so almost we do end up sacrificing sometimes some of the our personal stuff or other stuff that can be important yeah. to us. So it's it's going to succeed, or we feel that we need to do that. So it's yeah, yeah, and I suppose as well. I mean, you know, even though I go through that little routine of closing the door and leaving the office, when you leave an employer's workplace, you kind of do mostly forget about it until mm. the next day or after the weekend or whatever but um you don't do that in your own business when you still think about things um and when it comes to holidays and things like that you've just got to be that bit that bit more planned so that things are going to take over um or that you're not going to have two weeks where you're not earning money and things like that to because obviously you're not getting holiday pay and things like that so you've got to always kind of measure out those peaks and troughs and things too yes yeah absolutely yeah forward planning because as you say yeah we don't get paid if we don't do the work yeah mm. well that's amazing so just one final question from me Alison because I know yeah. otherwise you and I could probably natter on here and forget we're actually on a podcast <laughs> hey. for about the next hour um Obviously, you've already pivoted in your business from sort of the start of Tick the List to where yeah. you are now. What are your kind of plans for the future going forward? So going forward, um, my youngest starts school in September. Well, yeah, late August, September. I know. So there we are. From going from maternity leave, we're now at that point where we're going to have five full days. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> um, so I think my plan is to do more on social media and... Facebook ads and email marketing and also chatbots too. So messenger marketing as well, which I really enjoy those techie, techie side of things. Yeah. So more of that, but also more blogs and more video as well. That's my kind of things to focus on for yes, the future. Because you've set up an amazing group, which is all about creating your first 100 videos, right? Yeah. And tell, tell me a little bit about that. Um, so hashtag one to 100 videos and it is really just about getting from that point of not feeling comfy doing a video or not being sure about what to talk about and getting to the point where the experts say if you're going to do video your first 100 are probably going to be not that great so let's just get to 100 and they will be great that's really what it comes down to and it's not it's not for any it's not something I'm going to turn into, you know, a product or anything like that. It's purely just to get me from the point of saying, right, well, I've done number one. Now I want to get to number 20 and 40 and 60 and then get to 100 and be a whole lot better. And for doing video to just not be a thing anymore. It's just natural. It's just something you do in your business. Um, and I wouldn't say it's a, for me, it's not a, a shyness thing or something that you're anxious about. I think it just comes down to knowing what you want to talk about, having the time then to do it, um, the time to go and caption it, to have something sensible that's going to be of value to people. Um, and just, yeah, all of those kind of things that just needs planning and a bit of thought going into it beforehand. Because mm. you could dive on a live at any point and just talk, but that's, yeah, that's not 
that's not what I want it to be. I want it to be something that you can look back on and go, in the first 10, 20 videos, it was a bit jumbled, but by video 100, you're kind of clearer in your messaging and the kind of things that you're saying and who you're talking to. I think it's an amazing idea because um, certainly I was one of the people, the many, many people that before I did any video, the thought of, <clears throat> actually it was more about the thought of having to edit back a video of myself, or yes. myself and listen to myself. Caption your own videos. Oh ah. my God, <laughs> just made me feel physically sick. Yeah. But um, it's the, the fact is that video gets so much more engagement and people you know, people buy more from video, people, you have that instant connection with somebody that's talking face to camera Absolutely. that you just can't convey with a text post on social media or yeah. even with an image. Yeah. So it is kind of the way forward. So I think, I think what you're doing is amazing because not only will it help you, but it will help anyone that's in your group to one, be inspired by you, but also to join in and get their first 100 yeah. videos out of the way yeah. Yeah. in a safe environment. Yeah, and it's not about, you know, being perfect or anything like that. It's just about just doing it. And it's not about how good this video is or if it was better than the last one or anything like that. It's just about getting to the point where you just feel comfy and you can do it and it's you're kind of clear on your messages and you can you can talk and handle all the different bits of tech that go along with it too. Yeah. Brilliant. And so can anyone join that, Alison? Yeah, absolutely. It's a yeah, Facebook group um, is where kind of most things happen. Um, and it is just hashtag one to one hundred videos. The one to the one is a number, the two is T O, the one hundred is a number and videos. Brilliant. Brilliant. Hashtag one to one hundred videos and then people that are listening to this should get themselves in there and join yeah. the fun I know I've been lax and I haven't I'm in there but I don't <clears throat> think I've done a video yet, oh so. but same same here and that's another thing too I'm not setting any targets or challenges or anything like that for people where they've got to do a video by the end of the week it's just purely when you feel like it and when it feels right so I've had a yeah I've probably had two or three weeks where I haven't done any videos not for any specific reason just because yeah it hasn't happened <laughs> and and that's fine i'm yeah, kind of just not, not just not felt it it just not felt it and i've just the times i thought oh yeah i should do some video well it's been kids running around and you think oh yeah that's just as soon as the camera goes on they just kind of swarm around you so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't get rid of them can't kind of fight you fight your way through so um so yeah i thought just we'll just leave it until it feels like yeah now i know i've got something clear to talk about um and i think ideally i want to see me whenever I write a blog, doing a little video to go along with it. So yes. that kind of thing. So it's just something that becomes part of your content on a regular basis. Yeah, fabulous. And content that's actually going to really help you with your engagement as well. Yeah, so yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, look, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk with me today, my dear. It has um, been a people pleasure. If want to connect with you, where can they find you? They can find me um, at Tick the List pretty much anywhere. <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Alison Christie, Alison with two L's. I think I'm Tick the List there too, actually. Um, yeah, YouTube even, I'm there as well. Oh my goodness, you are, literally are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, YouTube, there's not much, but again, that comes into the 1 to 100 videos as well. But um, But yeah, I am... Um, I do love my social, so Makes sense. I'm everywhere. That's what you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
brilliant. Well, look, um, thank huge thanks again, um, and yeah, uh, good luck with the future plans. And thank no you, doubt thank I'll you. get you back on here. I'll coerce you to get back on here at some point <laughs> later to let us know how it's going. Thank you, Charlotte. Not at all. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye.